0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we got some waiver wire edition of the show to go over with you. A few waiver wire editions, maybe this week. I'm not sure if there's any Real game changers this week either, but I think there might be a starter or two out there for you. Anybody that just started off just before we get into it, just one name, who, who pops off the screen at you this week? Is there anybody?
1: Um, Probably not. If that's your answer, then yeah. there's not. Yep. No, no, no one has, has a, a must-add <laughs>
0: at the moment. No, that's pretty much what I thought. There's not one that just stepped right away. You're like, oh, yeah, I got to get this guy. It, it might mean... You hold your auction money this week a little bit. Save the number one claim, maybe, I'm thinking. I don't think there's a number one claim guy out there this week. At least, I mean, not that I can see right now. Not really. Unless you're really, really hurting, maybe a running back, then maybe you have to. But I don't think so. We'll get into all that in a minute. Make sure you check us out on Twitter, at the FF Profit. We're on Instagram at FantasyFootballProfit. And if you check us out on our Sunday mornings, we're going through start-sit questions. I, think, I don't even know how many ended up answering like two, 300 questions on Sunday morning. So hopefully I answered them right for you guys. It's not going to be perfect, but hopefully gave you some good advice. I think I told quite a few people to start Martavis Bryant. So he rewarded them with that touchdown. And you can also check us out at FantasyFootballProfit.com We'll have our rankings there this week. We'll also have our waiver wire um, rankings there so you can go check those out and you know, see if there's anybody you want to add. So let's just get right into it, Jeff. The number one ad I have this week, see if you agree, I have Chris Carson as my number one ad. Because, well, it would be, it's a kind of a mix. It's Chris Carson, or you could say it's Buck Allen, Javoris Allen. The problem with Allen is, depends on which, you know, which provider you're playing on here. Our our standard is typically 50% of, you have to, they have to be owned in 50% of leagues or less on ESPN. Which... Buck Allen's about eight point two percent owned right now, or something like that. Ridiculous! That's—I saw that number and I'm just shocked. I don't know why it's so low. On Yahoo, he's owned in fifty-five percent of leagues, so just a big difference there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it surprised me because Chris Carson actually owned a tiny bit more than Buck Allen. I don't, right I don't now. get it. So I don't know what's up with that. So I mean, it is kind of a—I know Buck Allen's not going to be out
0: there in a lot of people's leagues. But it's basically, it would be Buck Allen, number one, Chris Carson, number two. So it just depends on which, you know, <laughs> where you're playing. And he has to be under your Yahoo. So basically talk about both of them. I'll talk about Carson first. It's because it looks like Carson has an actual, I think he's the starting running back for the Seahawks right now. 20 carries? I think that shows that's where Pete Carroll's going. But with Pete Carroll, you just, you don't know. That's the worry I would have about, you know, spending my money on an auction budget, or my claim on Chris Carson, because this has happened before. Ever since Lynch has been gone, what, it was Thomas Rawls was the guy for a little bit? How about last year? Does anybody remember Chris and Michael? Remember how good he was at one point? And he was off the team like six weeks later, and he was really, really good. And even, okay, before his injury last year, CJ Prosize was getting a lot of work, and where is he right now? He's on the team, but he's not doing much. So... This is something that could change in no time. And then again, Chris Carson, he's an undrafted free agent, rookie. Uh, those work out sometimes. Yeah, it's not like they haven't. Aaron Foster, you know, in the past. I don't think this is an Aaron Foster type talent. So what are you thinking? Is
1: You're not confident. I'm not confident. I don't think you are. <laughs> no, I, I have a hard time buying into this one right now. Um, I mean, it's very, very evident, right? Obviously, he got 20 carries. He, you know, Thomas Rawls was playing as well. So obviously the fact is that game, he was, you know, either Rawls is kind of not as healthy, healthy as they thought or maybe Carson was doing well enough so they didn't have to play him. There's a couple of different ways to look at this. With me, I don't trust that Carson is always going to be the guy. I think at best he's going to be part of that committee. And right now they have, like, if you throw him in the mix, they still have four different running backs that have at one point been very popular waiver pickup or very popular as you know early rankings, or you know, there's just too much to factor in right now. I think it's a jumble. If you want to take a risk on him or you know, throw a couple bucks at him, that's totally fine. It's one of those guys. I, I yeah. don't think this is a, a must add. I, I just don't see him developing into a, a go to guy, yeah. And I, I don't think he's extremely he's not to me a, like an extremely
0: talented running back. He's a he's a pretty average running back. I don't see I don't really think that he's all that much better than Thomas Rawls is, honestly. Maybe he just will do more of what Carroll wants. And that's, you know, I mean, that could have a lot to do with it cuz Thomas Rawls isn't this overwhelming talent either. So Walt Rawls trying to bounce plays outside and do whatever he wants to do. It just doesn't probably work out with well what Carroll wants. He wants him to just try to go maybe up the middle a little bit. Maybe, obviously, an undrafted rookie free agent running back you can control a little bit. I mean, that was Thomas Rawls. Just, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was just Thomas Rawls, but that's already, you know, that was what two years ago. That's who he was. But
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, Chris Carson is still technically fourth on the depth chart. And maybe <laughs> if that wasn't the, the <laughs> situation at the moment, because you still have Thomas Rawls, who came back from injury, he was playing last game. Eddie Lacy, who is huh. – who knows? I mean, that's, that's a – I have to say right funny. away,
0: that's like my worst call of the year.
1: <laughs> Eddie Lacy. And Let's then, erase
0: those podcasts. And then
1: CJ Size, who, you know, looked really, really good at one point as well. Everyone kind of liked him. As, so I, I think this offense is in such a bad way at the moment that it's pretty much impossible to pick out which one is going to be the guy for the rest of the year. If you need it for next week, you know, Chris Carson – He's probably a, a, yeah. a legitimate pickup. For next week, for sure. It's but
0: Would next week surprise you if all of a sudden CJ Prosize no. was the guy getting no, the work?
1: I would not be surprised at all. That's if the problem. Rawls
0: got every single carry. Yep. And that's my problem with the Chris Carson thing. Yeah, if you can get him and not spend a lot or get him in a deeper way of reclaim, do it. I mean, it's not like he's not worth an ad. He's definitely worth an ad. I just don't think this is the game changer, you know, running back. And who knows? We might be completely wrong. But there's just so many factors going into it and so many running backs that could be there. I mean, because it wouldn't shock me if Eddie Lacy got some work again in the next week or two. It's just you don't know. You no, just don't know. Enough.
1: But to top it off,
0: that offensive line is terrible.
1: Yeah, they're really
0: bad. They they just are. Wilson is just out there running for his life all day. and I just don't know if that offense is going to be able to do anything with how bad that line is. So that's going to be my hesitation. The next guy, I guess, we'll talk about, talk about Allen, about Buck Allen here. If he is available in your league, he should be the number one claim. And I, he already he out-carried Terrence West. And it's not even going to be that. Even if he splits with Terrence West, Woodhead's gonna is gone on IR. So Allen's going to be that pass-catching back. And I think he's going to get plenty of work there. So he is going to be valuable. And, and I think he's going to be like a 10-point-a-week guy in a standard league almost every time. He's going to be around that level. He's going to have some weeks like this with 16, but he's going to have – he might be – a he's like an 8- to 10-point floor guy in a standard and even better in PPR. So I'd definitely pick him up, and he's probably worth a play at a flex right now. just would have listened to myself about two weeks <laughs> ago. He'd be on my team. I, just, I could, you can't predict injury. He didn't know Danny Woodhead would get hurt. That's why. If Danny Woodhead was still here, he wouldn't be this guy, but he's no. going to kind of go into that role yeah, with even more carries.
1: And I think uh, Buck Allen is looking like a legitimate option. I, th- I think he probably is the best waiver option that is still out there. Like you said, I like the consistency of it. And he West, as we've said many, many times, we're not that enthralled with him. No. Nope. Um, so the fact that it looks like Buck Allen kind of already outplayed him. He's better in the passing game. Um, you know, Danny Woodhead goes down. It's just everything kind of – the C split and all he has to do is do his job and not fumble the ball, and he'll be at least a legitimate, you know, flex option for you. And I, I like the fact that in that offense – He's going to have that just nice floor. I don't think he's going to be – he's not going to win you weeks, but he's definitely not going to lose you weeks, and he's going to to be wonderful to have on your bench. Yep.
0: No, I completely agree. That's going to be just a good player. I like him a lot. Yeah, I
1: think Buck Allen will be a very good pickup.
0: Let's see here. Until
1: Woodhead comes back. (laughs) Which
0: could happen later in the year. Yeah. You know, we don't know. All right, the next guy I have on the list. Actually, I – and a couple guys choice. I'm going to go with this one. I'm going to go with Samaj P. Ryan. Because, it and this is, we don't know about Rob Kelly's injury right now. This is ba- completely based on injury. So, the problem with this, this is based off if Kelly's going to be out for a week or two, which I don't know if he will. I had no idea. So, it's more of a play if Kelly's out. I think P. Ryan's going to get the majority of the, you know, the main back role. Chris Thompson, though, is still going to get plenty of work. Thompson's over our threshold for our ranks in ESPN leagues, but I don't believe he is in Yahoo leagues. He's below it. So, if Chris Thompson's out there in Yahoo leagues... If you're playing Yahoo, he's definitely – probably, I'd probably slot him about right here, about the same spot. I'd still probably put the others ahead of him because Thompson did it on a – he had a couple big plays, and I don't know how sustainable it is. I think he's going to get plenty of work too, but I just think Buck Allen's going to get more work than him maybe a little bit. It's going to be so, – but he'd probably slot here. But this is basically based off of if, if Kelly's out, I think they'll give Samadji P. Ryan a lot of carries, and they showed they will. He didn't do a lot with them, and I
1: don't think he's – he's not some special talent. No, but <laughs> he is a very strong logo yes. and I mean, you know, they gave him 21 carries and he yep. didn't get one in week one. Yep. So obviously, and obviously that's because of the Kelly injury as well. But at the same time, you know, you don't go from zero to 21 and they have no yep. confidence in you whatsoever. So I think he is going to be the, you know, first two downs, grind it out or. If they're up, which right now doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. <laughs> but, um, no. Yeah, but Chris Thompson seems like he's going to be the home run hitter. Ryan for now, is going to be the grind him out back. And the great thing about him is we really don't know what he is yet. No. So he got 21 carries. If he doesn't put the ball on the ground, he, almost, he got 67 yards with that. If he develops, if he kind of gets more comfortable in the game, hitting gaps, doing, you know, bullying people over because he's so strong. He could add to that yardage, and who knows? You you throw in a couple goal line carries, and all of a sudden this guy is a very very uh, deadly mm-hmm. player. So I, I do like his upside. I, I like Buck Allen better. I still like Chris Thompson better, but I think this guy is a a great one to get now. Because heaven forbid Kelly is a longer injury mm-hmm. than we think, you're going to get him before anyone else knows about him. Yeah, and even yeah, even if Kelly's going to be playing this week or even next week.
0: It could happen again. He can get hurt. It seems like he's that type of runner that might get hurt a few times. So I have a guy like P. Ryan who's going to get all the carries because there's not many guys out there that are getting all these carries. So, you
1: had 20 carries? Now. Yeah, it's
0: just not a normal thing right now. All right, so the next guy. This is who I have on my list next, Jeff. See if you agree. Alvin Kamara, my next player on my list.
1: And, no, I, I actually do, but go ahead. You tell the yeah, and this why. is
0: He's at 14.5% owned right now. I am pretty much – Convinced at this point that Adrian Peterson isn't Adrian Peterson. I think it's pretty clear he's just not the same back right now. He thinks he is, but he's not. And he can't he doesn't have the same speed he does. I and there's linebackers running with him now. It's just he's not the same player. And I think Sean Payton sees that. And like we talked about if you listen to yesterday, there is something about it that Sean Payton doesn't like Mark Ingram. And I don't get it, because I think Mark Ingram's a good running back. And I think if Mark Ingram was getting twenty carries a game, he would be you know, he'd be top 10 easily, easily, but he's not. And I don't think that's ever going to change. So Kamara, I just have this. It's more of a, this is more of a feeling based. And I guess seeing Kamara and I mean, he was very productive in college on limited work. And I feel like he's going to be like that now. And he's going to be able to put up numbers with not getting, I mean, I see his max going to be 10 carries in a game kind of a thing, but he's always going to pick up three, four or five catches. And that's how it seems like they're going to be using him. And with that, I think he's going to be become he's going to be becoming more valuable and more valuable as we go on, because I don't see the team's already what 0 2. They're not looking good. They can't play defense. It's just going to be a long, I think it's going to be a long year for the Saints. Why do they need to play Adrian Peterson? Even why do you need to play Mark Ingram if he's not part of your future? Because I don't feel like he is. I think they're going to get more like Kamara show some more, and it's just going to become more and more work as the year goes on as they're not quite in the season. They're not quite in the running. So
1: he's a good player. Yep. And I I think you hit on it where in that scenario right now where you have three running backs that they're trying to get work to, I think Kamara is the one that benefits from that the most because I think he can produce with those limited touches. And I think Ingram needs, you know, he needs a lot of touches. He needs those double-digit touches to really get in the groove of a game. And if Payton's not going to give it to him, he's not going to look as good. Because obviously we know that he can. but um, And also, they're going to have to throw a ton because their defense is so bad. Kamara is the best pass catcher by far. He had uh, seven targets last game. Unfortunately, I think he only caught three of them. Um, but that will improve. And his numbers, he, you know, went from 3.8 to 5.4. Um, I could see that continuing to increase until he hits probably like eight. And then if uh, if they decide to lean more his way, then I think we would see that that huge explosion of points. And hopefully, if they're smart, they try to trade uh, one of those guys away. If you're not going to use them, especially AP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think know, it's I, mean, a- I, I think they thought they were going to be better than they were. So if they have any buyers whatsoever, they would slim it down to two running backs, and then he would get a lot more work. Once again, that's total speculation. That's a gut feeling. But at the same time, uh, that's why I like Kamara. I think he's, this one's probably a little early. You're not going to play him. Once again, for having that kind of talent, I think he's the guy they're going to have to stash ahead of time and hope hope he hits that like you know, a week yep. before. Because otherwise, someone's going to spend their whole budget on him because he has so much hype going into the draft even. All
0: right, another running back I was going to throw out here. They're not as, as excited about him right now, but I can see the potential and the possible work increase. It's Deontay Foreman. <laughs> Twelve carries last week. I mean, if you're gonna get a running back that has twelve carries, he becomes valuable at any stage. Like any running back who's gonna get twelve carries in a, a game is valuable in this in today's in today's NFL. So Foreman's gonna be up there. It, we can already kind of it, it feels like it could be trending his way. You know what I mean? You can kind of feel it, kinda of see it. Lamar Miller's never been anything special, and he's you know, into year two there in Houston for him, and he's just not he's not doing it much he's just not showing that he's any kind of special running back so why not give the rookie a chance maybe the rookie special maybe foreman special we don't know you never know with these nfl running backs that's the thing you don't know and so why not give another guy a shot who seems like he's probably just as good at this point
1: <laughs> yeah I, I think they're two different players and i i just i just want to be like you know it's beginning because <laughs> it feels like, like, like it yeah here's my sleeper if you will because everyone is very high in lamar miller and i, I was not but It's not so much his talent. It's because of how that offense is built right now with a rookie quarterback, or if it wasn't him, you know, a quarterback that's not any good. Um, You know, Lamar Miller's not built to take 20, 25 carries, really. He's best if you can, you know, give him 12 carries and then put him in the passing game, do special things with him, because he's very athletic, but he's a smaller back, and he's never had to do it. He didn't do that well with it. He didn't handle the carries last year when they gave him the huge bulk. And Deontay Foreman maybe not quite as you know, explosive as Miller, but he's built for that. He's built just to ram it down someone's throat, and he's a little more agile than people give credit for. So I, I really liked him coming on this team. I thought he was a great fit for them, um, and I, I kind of predicted that he would start going more half and half around probably like week five, week six, but I, I feel like it's already starting to happen. Like you said, 12 carries already. Um, this team... I don't know exactly how the offense is going to mm-hmm. go because, you know, if their defense can keep them in it, but I could see them being behind in a lot of games too. But, you know, are you going to give it to Watson and just chuck the ball that many times? That might be deadly. So um, I, I, I like him, but once again, I, I think he's uh, I think he's more a uh, safer play than Kamara. Um, and I think both of them are It's early, a week or two to get them now. But at the same time, get them, stash them. And I think Deontay Foreman is going to be worthwhile, and Kamara is more of a home run hit. If yeah. something happens, he's probably a better pick. All right, how about some
0: wide receivers here? You can throw these. There's no again, there isn't a special wide receiver yet this week that you really need to go get necessarily, but there's guys who I think have some value. So one of my top guys here, I would say we're actually recording this. The Lions Giants game is going on as we speak right now. So Kenny Galladay hasn't done anything yet. So I don't even care if he goes zero for zero in this game. He's still there. If he's still if he's still out there in your league, I still think he's worth a pickup. I don't care if he does nothing this game; he's going to be a touchdown guy, and I think you are going to see more value from it. So he's still stash him. And ESPN right now he's owning forty point nine percent of the league, so he's still a guy I would want to put on my bench and just see what he does. So there, there is that one. Again, just let's throw some names before we get into the actual ones. Cooper Cup again; he's another guy. Nothing special this week, but, you know, it's just another stash. Throw him on your bench. Just kind of wait and see. And if, again, he doesn't do much within a few weeks, drop him again. All right, but the top guys I think this week, Marquise Lee. I think he's getting a lot of those targets. He had seven catches for about, what, 76 yards. He, Alan Hearns picked up some later on in garbage time. And that's where Hearns got the touchdown. I still think Lee is a better option, and I, I feel like he's a better option than Hearns. I think he's a better receiver than Hearns. And, yeah, Hearns is picking up those garbage time touchdowns. The, the, the freaking Bortles garbage time touchdown. It's like to make his day respectable and Hearns have a respectable game. Just,
1: it's I don't know, it just doesn't go away. I mean, I miss the days of old when Man. Robinson would catch all those. <laughs> it's crazy, but
0: if I had to pick, I'm, I'm going with Lee. I know Hearns might even might get more looks because of he had, because he had the touchdown, so his numbers ended up looking better. He had a couple more yards, but I for me it's Lee. I like Lee, and I, I think, think he's Lee, more consistent. Yeah,
1: I think he's more of a talented player. Yeah, and I think
0: when you're a guy on a team like that, you you don't you want a guy who's going to be more consistent. I think that's Lee, and so unless I'm going to say that I'm hyping him up, I talked about Lee a lot in the preseason. So you yeah, did a
1: lot.
0: <laughs> so I like him there. So yeah, you go with Lee over Hearns too. I would, but Hearns it. isn't a terrible pickup if you need a wide receiver and you need a guy like. He might have some value. I don't feel comfortable playing him probably ever until maybe bye weeks if you're in a really bad bye week situation. but The
1: truth is I think they're very similar players. Yeah, and I mean, I think they're going to be very similar no matter what you do. I just I just like Lee better as a player. Yeah, and there could definitely be garbage time there
0: for him this year anyway. All right, some other guys. Tyler Lockett. I'm going to talk about Tyler Lockett. Six catches, you know, I 64 yards. He. I mean, it wasn't a breakout performance. No, not at all. At the same
1: time, I, I liked – I mean, I feel like I kind of called him, yeah. you know, two years in a row. So, you, you know, you put that into perspective. But at the same time, you're looking for someone to fill that spot where Curse was. Where yep. he didn't necessarily was a huge option. He was you yep. know, a great blocker. He did a lot of good things. But he wasn't a, a huge playmaker. I think Lockett is that guy as long as he can stay healthy. And that was always the knock against him. He's yep. healthy. They need him desperately. They're going to be looking for someone outside, you know, the other side of Baldwin. Lockett is that guy. Yep. I think yeah, it's gonna to continue to get more and more. work. And I don't think it's Paul Richardson. Richardson had two catches for nineteen yards. he
0: got the touchdown, but that was a crazy broken play that mm-hmm. Wilson made happen and this happened to be Richardson's the guy who benefit from it. I th- lock it's clearly to me now the n- guy above Richardson. So if that offensive line can actually start to play a little bit and give Russell Wilson some time, then it can be valuable. If not, I worry about it and this is probably the best lock I can do too. So I feel like they have to get better. Yeah, so.
1: I think Lockett is one of those guys that you, even though you might be a week ahead of it, I think you have to lock him down now because yep. he's a he's a known name anyway, and we know how talented he is. Yeah, so. he's, he's pretty much already the number wide res- like number two wide receiver right yep. on the Seattle offense. So he's not going to be he's not going to be some surprise as yep. soon as he catches a touchdown, does anything, everyone's going to be all over him. Yep. All right, JJ Nelson, he had a big week, huge week, and I I'll be honest, I. I don't know what to think of him because, I mean, really, week one and week two, he's had touchdowns in both, double digits in both. Last week he had 120 yards, which was very impressive. What do you think about him, you know, on this Cardinals offense? If, if John Brown can't get himself
0: healthy, which is, I thought, I like John Brown going into the year because I, I thought he was healthy and I thought he'd be, if he was here, he'd be probably doing this. It just feels like there's going to be constant worry on John Brown in his health, and if that's the case, it, J.J. Nelson is the number one outside receiver for them. Larry Fitzgerald, he's had two good matchups, we would have thought, and he hasn't really produced. I mean, maybe age has got to him finally. So I think J.J. Nelson could be the number one receiver on this team. especially and Without David Johnson there, it's, it's a mess, but he could benefit from it and have some work you know, in good value because that's what it feels like. I think J.J. Nelson is the number one receiver because I don't think you can trust John Brown, especially in fantasy. You can't trust John Brown right now. He might have some better weeks. But there's too much health issues. You can't trust it. And I don't think you can even – it's it's weird to say, but you feel like you can't trust Larry Fitzgerald right now. He's just not going to put up any kind of big number for you. And what Larry Fitzgerald was able to do before was get those touchdowns. I don't. They're not having as many touchdowns. They're going to have to get bigger touchdowns from Nelson. So I think Nelson's the number one receiver there, and he could have some value. I mean, this is what he did. I mean, last year, at the end of last season, his last three games, he – he was starting to catch a little bit. He had 5 for 38. Then he went 3 for 132 in a touchdown. Then 4 for 75. But he also had 4 straight games with a touchdown there towards the end. And he yeah, also before that, he had a 2-touchdown game. So last year, he had those 6 touchdowns. He was starting to come on a little bit last year. Like, he shows some signs. So maybe this is just, you know, the evolution of that in the next step for him. He might just be a guy we've kind of overlooked in a way. I don't I mean, I don't think he's that amazing. He's only 25 years old. He's, he's a young guy. So... I wouldn't I would take a shot on him. I mean, Carson Palmer has to throw the ball somewhere. I mean, it might have to be Nelson. Yeah. I'm, it's it's tough, but I just hate the offense right now.
1: I do too. I think that's what it comes down to. I don't trust the offense. I don't trust Palmer. I think the whole thing is just a mess absolutely right now. Yep. I would rather go other places, but I know he's gonna be picked up by a lot of people because he had a wonderful game. Yep. Um I mean he had a good start. I mean there's no no way around it. All right, some other guys I'm less excited about. Might as well just
0: mention them, Jermaine Curse. Not a, a, a two-touchdown game, yeah, but it's the Jets. He only had four catches. Just I kind of stay away from that one. I mean, if you have a deep bench and you have a spot and you have n- nothing there, maybe and then throw, him, throw him on your bench. That's fine. I can I can get that. Running back-wise, you could take a chance, throw Chris Johnson on your bench. I mean, he's able to get some work. Kerwin Williams really didn't do much. I'm not excited about the offense, as we said just a second ago. So I'll just stay away. Oh, and Matt Prater just knocked in a 56-yard field goal. Not not too bad. So uh, you'll know exactly where we are in time right now. Uh, Jalen Rashard looks pretty good for the Raiders, but it's still Lynch's team, and he's only going to be able to do that off big plays right now. But maybe if if Lynch were to go down, I wonder if Rashard's the guy over Washington right now. So maybe it's something to watch out for if you're a Lynch owner. And Jamal Charles had some flashes, but I think it's pretty clearly C.J. Anderson's team. So you might want to not want to do that. Brandon Coleman had a good game, but that's about it. I don't think that's going to be terribly sustainable. What are some other guys? We could go quarterbacks in a little bit here, but any any interest in Nelson Aguilar? I'm I'm not honestly. I've heard his name thrown out there a little bit because now he's had touchdowns in two games. I'm not excited about him. I don't know about you. Do you see anything there?
1: No, I, I don't at all. What about,
0: I guess, we have to wait and see these injury news for the Packers. It looks like I think both Nelson and Cobb are going to be fine. But if they're not, do you throw a flyer on Geronimo Allison if you
1: need a spot? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, kind of. I really, he was one of those guys I was really uh, upset that he got himself suspended in the beginning of the year because I really liked his upside. I didn't think he was actually going to get to play, right, because you have you know too many guys above him. But when he did get a play last year in the playoffs, you know, short stints, he looked really good. Um, but anyone looks good playing with Aaron Rodgers. But at the same time, um, for one week, absolutely. I, I, would, I would have – he would definitely be in the running for my, my flex position.
0: I mean, if he, if, if he became the number two receiver for Packers. Yeah, if,
1: if, if. I mean, For one week. Yeah. If, yeah. It's not <laughs> like, oh, he's going to play yeah. the bench on the other field <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about some tight ends? Any tight ends stand out? Not much, really. I mean, maybe Ebron, he scored a touchdown already. He did. And
1: <laughs> do you have any? I know you didn't like Olsen in the, you know, yeah. at all. But, but I, don't,
0: I don't get to have that proven now. Yes. So he's
1: he's <laughs> injured. He's probably out for the year. Um. So right now it looks like Ed Dixon is going to be the yeah. guy that fills that slot. They yeah. say that they're not going to change their approach, the playbook, anything like that. So he's going to get every opportunity yeah, to I, do it. I don't see it. Yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot of faith in that one, too. If Olsen wasn't really getting it done, I have a hard time believing yep. that a 30-year-old Ed Dixon that has never really done it <laughs> can do it either. But
0: No, and there's there really isn't many. I don't feel like there's a lot of tight end options deeper. I mean, Evan Ingram, he's had you know two decent weeks now in a row. He got touched on today, so he's still trending up maybe, but still nothing you're going to be excited about. Uh, there's really not much. There's not much there right now. If Gronk is out any extended period of time, then it's Dwayne Allen probably. But, he's, I mean, he's done nothing so far. He hasn't been any kind of receiver yet. But if Gronk was out, Dwayne Allen obviously becomes an add, possibly. And that's, I mean, that's maybe Ben Watson. Ben Watson for the Ravens. He had eight catches, 91 yards. Solid game. You know, I don't know if that's sustainable. But if this is the guy to watch, this is one of those deeper players to watch, Ben Watson. If he does this another week or two, he's kind of just going to be forgotten. You know, in a way, he's sitting there at, what, 0.5% owned in ESPN right now. So if you're in the deeper league or you need a tight end, this is a guy watch a couple weeks and maybe he ends up being – I mean, look at how many – didn't Pitta basically lead the league in catches or targets or something at tight end, even how bad he was at times? He didn't do much with it, but you just need a guy with guaranteed targets. All right, any other players to add, Jeff? Anybody I'm missing?
1: No, not on the tight end. And anyone else that's down there that you're thinking about? Because I can, you know, you see the wheels spinning in people's heads. You know, they're looking at these rookies down there. You're talking about Njoku, who just caught a touchdown. Um, you know, Cameron Braid, O.J. Howard. Obviously, Braid's not a rookie. But, um, you know, I still say no. Um, yep. You know, Njoku did catch a touchdown. That's great to see. But at the same time, most of these guys are only going to get two to four catches. And you're really banking on touchdowns at that point. And there's no way to predict that, especially on really bad teams, which they're on. So, um, yeah, I don't see anyone else. I, I think it's really, really kind of uh, bare bones when you get this low on tight end at the moment. All right, some defenses. We'll end it with with quarterback a little more
0: exciting. But I'll talk about if there's any streaming defenses here. The Steelers are owned just over 50% of leagues. So if they are out there in yours playing against the Bears this upcoming week, could be a pretty good matchup. I'd like to. I would. I'd use them there. The Ravens against the Jaguars. That could be pretty solid, too. The Jags haven't been great, but then again, they'll throw those garbage time touchdowns and ruin your defensive score. So that's probably what'll happen. Rams didn't look good this past week, but they're getting in a good matchup again with San Francisco, so they might be another streaming option down there. And then maybe, they, you know, they didn't look like it this past week, but. I The Cowboys against Arizona could be something because Arizona has just been bad. They haven't been very good. So if you're really desperate, maybe that's a matchup. I'd like to pick the team going against the Colts or the team going against the Browns, but the Colts and Browns are going against each other. So what, what's that going to be?
1: That's actually interesting. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering. If, I, I don't think that you're going to get like a huge point spike. I don't think you're going to get 20 points on them. But at the same time, I think Colts are that bad. And Cleveland is... <laughs> Interesting. I mean, they have yeah. Joe Maybe Coopers. Cleveland's have, a play. Yeah, they have these young guys that are kind of coming out here and looking okay. I mean, it's not like they went negative in the first two weeks, as bad as their offense is. So the Browns could be kind of a, a sneaky one to play. I, I think that one – I'm going to be rooting for that one. I probably don't have the balls to actually do it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's one that I'll be interested in. All right, then quarterback. Carson Wentz, if he's still out there in your league
0: and you have like a Dalton or, I don't know, someone of those kind of guys maybe – Carson Wentz should be – you should have him ahead of them. I think Carson Wentz is a player who should almost be owned in most leagues. If not, he's definitely a streaming option for you. I don't know. I mean, against the Giants, he might be okay. But I think he's good enough at this point. The way he's shown and the willingness to throw the ball around a little bit, he's going to be a good play most weeks this year. So and he's had two, you know, relatively tough matchups on the road, and he's played really well in both of them. So he's a guy I would definitely be – I'd pick him up over Simeon. I like Simeon if we saw more, but it's definitely Wentz. Wentz should be on your radar for sure. But, yeah, if you're one of those people that waited and got Andy Dalton, maybe you got Tyrod Taylor, you know, Carson Palmer, those kind of players. I want Carson Wentz right now over them.
1: Yeah, and I thought maybe week one having 23 points about was more of doing week one against Washington. People are, you know, rusty, this and that. He was at – kansas city last week and you saw what they were able to do against brady and he still put up he put up almost 30 points against them a couple touchdowns over 300 yards rush or passing um the guy's looking real real sharp right now and i i think he's a a legitimate contender for a a starting spot in someone's team yep no i definitely agree there now see if there's any
0: the streaming options this week probably aren't great um, yeah, there's really just not much I trust this week down there if you're streaming. I mean it's going to be like a wince maybe
1: What, what do you think about um if bradford is is back against Tampa Bay? Maybe he went against New Orleans so you, you have to think you have to take that into account how bad they've looked both games. Like. I want to see one,
0: I want to see something from Bradford against a real a real defense? I do too
1: <laughs> because I have a feeling that that was blown out of proportion. I mean 31 points from Bradford is already kind of eye popping, but at the yep. same time the way he did it so dominantly. Um, I think that probably not exactly where he's at, but I think he would probably be a safer one if you yep. if you're looking to stream. And maybe Cutler against the Jets, you know? Yeah, you know he didn't look he, bad. He didn't, he didn't do, much, he didn't do much yet, but that could be
0: could be something. Or I mean, do you Deshaun Kaiser against the Colts? He obviously he was okay in Week One. He was hurt most of Week Two, but he did throw three picks and he fumbled the ball, so that was pretty brutal.
1: Baltimore's defense does yeah, look, they look are legit,
0: good. Though. So the thing is, I like the matchup, but I'm. You, you can't play him, honestly, after what he did last week. No. With all those turnovers, you can't do it, as, as good as the matchup is.
1: Yeah, and I would – I mean, I would rather have – I would rather play a Simeon over him. I'd yeah. definitely rather play Wentz. And, you know – Would uh, you Would you play Wentz over Mariota this week? Mariota going against the
0: Seahawks? If you're on that streaming route? Mariota hasn't been as good as I, I hoped yet, so.
1: No, he hasn't. But, it's one of those things where it's hard to get over the name. Wentz is going against the Giants, which – Aren't necessarily a bad defense. No, they have, a, they have some solid corners. Um, so I don't think it's a great matchup necessarily. But that would, um, man, I, I would be, I'd be very actually no, I, I probably would. I yeah. would. I think Just Mary the way he's played has to there. kind of prove it to me now because yep. he's gone against two teams he should have kind of dominated and he hasn't. Yep. All right, I think that's it for the waivers this week. Again,
0: not terribly exciting options. Hopefully, we have some coming up in a week or two. I mean, maybe that is going to be like, maybe that would be like a Chris Carson in like two weeks or next week. He has one more great week and then it's like really an ad you have to do. But we'll be back tomorrow. We'll do some rankings. We'll have quarterbacks, running backs. We'll talk to you guys then.